Get ready for your daily dose of Tuttle. The all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, Tuttle. Tuttle in Florida. It's Tuttle's Daily Podcast. Welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hope you guys are enjoying your Thursday so far. I gotta tell you guys, I got a lot of response off of yesterday's show. And a lot of people are like, oh, did you take pictures? Did you take video? I did that whole interview thing when I went to Orlando as a favor. I told them that I would do it. I just wanted the audio for my podcast. They ended up hiring a freelance videographer to come and document the whole interview. And there is a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff that did not make the podcast that I think you guys would absolutely love to see. I should have that by the end of the week. They said that they would have everything edited, that I would be able to show you some of the the behind-the-scenes stuff that you could see the uh, sweetest bitch and serenity. People were asking me. I I wish I could have taken pictures, but I'm only a one-man crew, and I'm there to get the audio. Yes, I need to start thinking three-dimensionally and getting pictures because we're in a new age of radio. People like seeing what they hear on podcast or radio broadcasting. Coming up on today's show, we got a lot of great things I'm going to get to. I'm going to play audio from Howard Stern. He's getting a lot of hate from all the Trump supporters across the United States right now for the comments that he made on his radio show. We have another edition of Radio Inception where I'll be reviewing the review from the guys from Funny to Informing, reviewing my weekly commentary that I do for them. And to close the show out, I'm going to be using my very own show, my first show that I could call mine. I will use it to do good, to get back at a couple that did my parents dirty. Is that a PT Cruiser down by the lake? Oh, no, wait. It's the Tuttle Podcast Studio. I got to give out a big thank you to Josh in California. He reached out to me a couple weeks and I I get really, really busy, guys. So if you email me or call me and I don't get back with you, I will eventually. And I'm glad that I reached back out to Josh in California and he is a production wizard. He sent me some of his stuff for me to listen to. And I was like, I would be a goddamn idiot if I did not let this guy help me out. I guess he listened to me on Bubba's show or something of the past shows that I've worked for. And I'm just so, so grateful that he decided to help me out. I have three people now helping me out with the Tuttle Daily Podcast. I got Charlie. He is my weekly guest, which he's going to eventually start doing more and more for me and maybe doing a couple of days a week as a co-host. And I got Hannah. Hannah is my intern. I'll be having her on this week. She went out, went camping this week and got me some audio that I'll be delivering to you on the show this week. And Charlie's been doing a great job with the production pieces that he has done. I still want those. He's going to start doing his weekly written bits, his produced bits that he turns into me. That's not going away. He's going to be co-hosting some on the Tuttle Daily Podcast. But Josh is like the cherry on top. He's over in California and this is what he does. And even though I'm an out of work, 20 year experience radio guy that's looking for a job, I've gotten fired from all the shows that I've worked on. I've burned so many bridges. And no matter how I suck, even if I'm having a bad day with my podcast, it's going to sound professional as fuck. So keep your ears open. You're going to hear these new production pieces sprinkled throughout today's show. 
This is a simple game. You throw the ball, you hit the ball, you catch the ball. You got it! With restrictions loosening all across our great country, our governor, Ron DeSantis, has basically, he has offered any major league sports league the opportunity. If you can't find a place to play in your home state, Ron DeSantis is welcoming you. Come play here. No state income tax. Might as well make it permanent. Just come to Florida. This is where people come to die. And what was once America's favorite pastime now is football. NFL is king. Baseball is struggling. Their ratings are down. Attendance is down. If it was not for McGuire and Sosa in the late 90s, saving baseball with the home run race, with McGuire breaking Roger Maris's home run record... Who would have known that? At the time, we loved the bombs. We loved juiced up Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa, who used a cork bat blasting off on a daily basis. That's a baseball. If it was not for those two players, even though they cheated, baseball would be dead long ago. Now, I do think that this pandemic with the coronavirus may be the best thing that has ever happened to baseball because their plan is to split up the teams, not in their normal every day divisions. They're going to be playing regionally. You're going to have an East division. You're going to have a Central division and you're going to have a West division. It's going to be three divisions, 10 teams apiece. And on top of that, they are going to go to a universal DH rule, which means American and National League will be using the DH. I grew up watching baseball. I played baseball. I was a four-year varsity guy in high school. I was a good pitcher. Not great. I played a little bit of college but never materialized for me. When I was growing up watching baseball, we did not have a team here in the state of Florida. Now, one of the questions I get all the time is, Tuttle, did you always know you wanted to go into radio? How did you get into radio? And I really did not have any interest in going into broadcasting. I was always that. I wasn't picked on. I wasn't bullied. I was somewhere in the middle. I just laid low, went to school, and played sports, and I was just ready to get the hell out of there. I was wasn't an outgoing person. But in sports, not only are the moments important, everybody remembers the historical moments. But just as important as those historical moments are the calls, the radio calls, the TV calls that go along with these historical moments. But I grew up my teenage years of watching sports. We did not have all these tickets, all these special packages like the NFL ticket, MLB pass, whatever NHL call. We did not have that. If you wanted to watch baseball when I was a teenager, you had a choice of two teams, the Cubs on WGN or the Braves on TBS. And naturally, I went for the Braves because I went to Pearson Taylor in Northwest Volusia County. Yes, Pearson, the home of the one and only Chipper Jones. And the highlight of my high school pitching career was playing in an alumni baseball game. And I got to pitch against Chipper and he hit like a 
500 foot home run off of me, went over the driver's ed course, went over Washington Street into the woods, landed in the spot that we called the circle, which was a place that all the high school kids went and fought after school. And naturally, I was a Braves fan. I had Chipper's dad, Larry, as my math teacher. Two years. And it wasn't because I failed. I had him in seventh and then he moved up to high school and I had him in ninth grade. But watching the Braves, I was a big Skip Carey fan. But this week, it's been the Braves pennant week. They're playing all the games from the 90s of them playing in the NLCS. And one of my favorite baseball moments of all time, and I've seen some humongous baseball moments, history being made. I saw McGuire hit number 62. I saw Bonds hit number 71. I saw Bonds break Hank Aaron's record. So I've seen some pretty big historical moments. And the calls that went with them were amazing. But my favorite radio slash TV call of all time was Sid Bream sliding into home. Sid Bream, maybe one of the slowest baseball players of all time. Hell, I don't think the guy had a stolen base all year. I'm pretty sure he was hurt in game seven of the NLCS versus the Pirates. And not a lot of people realize this. The Braves were up 3-1 in the series. They ended up losing the next two games, forcing a game seven. And the Braves were down going into the ninth inning. And then an unknown pinch hitter by the name of Francisco Cabrera walked up to the plate and went legend. People do not give the credit to Sid Bream for getting on his wheels and hustling around third and beating out the plate at the plate. A lot of room in right center. If he hits one there, we can dance in the streets. The 2-1. Swung line. Curry could have yelled Braves win on an infinite scale and it would have never been enough. And my favorite part of that whole call was if he hits one there, we'll be dancing in the street. I don't know if Ted Turner did it or not. I know he is a smart businessman, but they should have put that shit on a shirt. If he hits one there, we can dance in the streets. In closing, I don't mean to be long-winded. I know a lot of you guys don't give a fuck about sports, but it holds a dear, dear place in in my heart, especially the radio calls. Radio calls are so much superior than the broadcasters on TV. I would prefer to get the audio version of a radio call all day over the TV call. TV guys get a little lazy because you can look at the picture. They're only talking. Radio guys have to paint a picture. They have to be descriptive, and that's why they are better all day, every day. I'd like for you guys to email me, tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E at gmail.com. I would like to do a segment in the future on the Tuttle Daily Podcast where I play maybe the top five. I don't want to go too far because like I said, I know a lot of you guys do not like sport, but I would at least like to go over the top five radio or TV calls in sports history. So you can email me, Tuttle at gmail.com, and I'll do that maybe next week. 
Cuddles Daily Podcast is brought to you by StitchYouUp.com. For your embroidery, screen printing, vinyl, and direct-to-garment printing needs, visit StitchYouUp.com. StitchYouUp specializes in custom caps, shirts, decals, and anything you want to personalize. Whether it's one item or large orders, they can handle any size. Unsure about what you want? Let StitchYouUp help you with your logo design. Visit StitchYouUp.com or contact them, Eric at StitchYouUp.com. StitchYouUp, not your grandma's embroidery. Nerd, radio personality, and hot talk satirizer. You're listening to the Tuttle Podcast. Once again, it's that time of the week for Radio Inception. Inception, Inception. That was my little stab at an improv version of a liner because I just talked to Josh, my production guy, God, that sounds good. It makes me feel like an important broadcaster to say, I have a production guy. I am a host. Yes, it's a podcast, not terrestrial radio, but I am a host. I have a production guy. I got a co-host, Charlie Alamo. I have an intern, Hannah from Alberta. God damn, this is starting to shape up like a professional show. Now, if you listened to last week's show, you know that I'm trying to do as many guest spots on other podcasts. Yes, might not be the biggest audience, but if I pick up maybe one or two subscribers from my appearance, it was well worth it. I reached out to the guys from Funny to Informing, Chris and John. They are allowing me to do a weekly commentary. They pick the topic, I talk about it, then they review it. Then when they review it, they send that audio back to me. So I do a review of the review of my commentary. That's why I call it Radio Inception. It's like a dream inside of a dream inside of a dream. But this is a radio bit inside of a radio bit inside of a radio bit. This week's topic that they picked out for me, my commentary has to be on the topic of fishing. And giving me the topic of fishing, that is like asking a pedophile to give you a review of the most affordable rape van that doesn't have windows. And guys, Don't get things twisted. I'm not comparing myself to a pedophile. You're just making it too easy to ask me to do a commentary about fishing. Hell yeah. Okay. So we uh, should we get into this Tuttle's 10? Yeah, uh, I say let's just roll into this Tuttle's 10. and brace myself. Gonna, there you go. Uh, before here, as as with every episode, we're, we've yet to record this and play it, but uh, I, we're going to make this part of the intro. But uh, disclaimer, <laughs> the opinions voiced by Patrick Tuttle Fowler are the opinions of Patrick Tuttle Fowler and do not. I'm not downplaying the level of your podcast. You guys have been doing this way longer than I am. Yes, I do have a head start of 20 years of professional radio broadcasting experience. I know a good production guy. I will loan you my production guy. I have a production guy and I do my podcast out of a beat up 2006 PT Cruiser. Wow, do not reflect on us. Thank you. Reflect on our views and opinions of hell. If we want to keep it funny, since you guys are funny to informing, get one of your moms to be your voice guy. That would be funny. Funny to informing the show sponsors and affiliates even better i spent most of my life in orlando i know you can find a bum somewhere get a vagrant get that dude that stands on the corner of i4 and 50 begging for change to do your reads yeah 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 okay so let's play the track one two three four five six seven eight nine it's 10 minutes with total Welcome to the second episode of Tuttle's 10, thanks to the guys from Funny to Informing. And this week, they gave me the topic that should be easy. 
should be natural for me, and they wanted me to cuss and discuss fishing. God, I've been having such a problem with my voice, but it sounds like I was on a bender the day before I recorded this, and I woke up hungover. My voice sounds like absolute shit. But before I get into that, you know what? I gotta stop, guys, because I just noticed this. I'm playing a bit where I'm commenting on my past voice, so you don't know what is present-day Tuttle. So from this point on, when you hear me talk, if I say present-day Tuttle, that is present-day me speaking. I am a whore. I am a podcasting slash radio whore, and I have to get the money first before I lube up my hand and give you an audio hand job. Present-day Tuttle here. That was such a shock jock joke. I hate listening to my own voice. Anyways, to solve the present day Tuttle with me having to say that every time I cut in, I've already talked to Josh. I talked about him earlier. My new production guy. He is doing a production piece that is going to be like a sounder, like a place marker to notify you that this is present day Tuttle talking. Check out my podcast. The Tuttle Daily Podcast can be found on all podcasting platforms, 315live.com, but it can be found on iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes Podcast, and the TuneIn Radio app. But if you also want to get it directly from the hosting site, Tuttle.podomatic.com. So the guys from Funny to Informing wanted me to discuss the topic of fishing. I might as well do this commentary in the dead language of Aramaic. That's how much these guys know about fishing. Hell, one of them didn't even know how to throw a cast net. But make sure you let go when you throw it or you could lose a tooth. It's all one motion. You have to let it go. Okay, hold on. I do suck at fishing, and I know. He's referencing, and that was, I love it. He dropped an audio clip in there. When we interviewed Tuttle, anybody that's new to the show, any of Tuttle's listeners that have come over and listened, thank you guys for joining us. But if you guys didn't listen to the show we did with Tuttle, or just earlier this year, probably a couple months back, where we went out to Hobo Fish Camp and uh, sat and talked with the guy. Afterwards, he uh, broke out. We talked about uh, John had never, never fished, ever. Right? Yeah, yeah. I, I have it. No, and neither one of us had thrown a cast net. So he was like, "Well, fuck fishing. I'm gonna I'm gonna teach John how to throw a cast net." And then I wanted to do it too. But yeah, so that audio was John throwing a cast net. And he put it up on his YouTube. <laughs> um, if you don't know what his YouTube is, he mentions it at nauseum. And the- present day Tuttle here. Present day Tuttle. You have not listened to my show in a very very long time, Chris. You do not give a damn about what content I'm putting out. I listen to every single show that you guys do. And if you've listened to recent shows, I do not plug my bullshit anymore at the beginning of the show. So fuck you, Chris. Beginning of the segment. <laughs> and it's right there on his YouTube. You can see the video. Yeah, fucking you, uh, I love you, Tuttle. Present day Tuttle here. Present day Tuttle. I gotta call you guys out. You're gonna call me out about plugging shit at the beginning of my show? I'm self-aware. I am a radio veteran. I air check my shows. Even though I hate the sound of my own voice, I went back and listened. I recognized that I was plugging too much shit at the beginning of my show. I did away with all that. I do not plug for three or four minutes like I used to do anymore at the beginning of my podcast. You're okay at fishing, right? 
You're, you're, you're I mean, I can somewhat... cast, and I and that was the first time I threw a cast net, and I did okay. Yeah, not great, but okay. Yeah, yeah. serviceable. And, and I suck balls, but okay. <laughs> yeah, those two podcasters with one half of the duo admitting that they had never caught a fish before. How do you live in a state that's a peninsula and never rip the lips of some fish? That's like being on a deserted island with a bunch of quadriplegic supermodels that are mute and still not being able to get laid. Yes. That is a rape joke. So let's start at the beginning, guys. The first known fish hook was discovered, and it was dated all the way back to 40,000 years ago. Little known fact, Jesus was the original bass master. Hell, he fed thousands of those sick leopards with nothing but bread and fish. Even after 40,000 years, fishing is a true reflection of race relations in America, even to this day. I like that he's moving on to race relations now. Because there goes Tuttle. But I just wanted to say quickly, I had no idea Jesus, like Joe Exotic, fed all those leopards. Present day Tuttle here. Yeah, I put a D on the end of leper. I said leopards. God, fuck. That's what's funny about it. Did you ever think maybe I was setting you guys up? That I was being the mastermind and throwing you guys? I was alley-ooping you a big beach ball for you to be able to dunk. That's why I said leopard. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. There was this one summer I spent with my nationalists. You know what? I'm not going to let this go. I am like Tom Brady. Chris is like Randy Moss. And you're Edelman. You know what? Edelman's not getting any more passes, which are jokes. You're not getting any more setups for jokes, John. Chris is getting all the passes, all the touchdowns, and getting paid. Uncle Udell in Mississippi. And if you don't know, nationalist is a politically correct term for racist in the deep south. Thanks to my Uncle Udell, I believe for the longest time that black people were such good fishermen that they could catch dinner out of any random Florida mud puddle. Even the racial divide in America has even been able to find a way to turn its ugly head in the world of aquatic hunting. The preferred fishing pole of African Americans is a tried and true cane pole. Now, I have to remember this is a bit that I'm doing for the podcast version of Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Hell, they even have the plaque to prove it from Creative Loafing. <laughs> Hang on now. We uh, Creative loafing. He's, I like the Tampa reference. That's Tampa's answer to Orlando Weekly. Look, nothing against Orlando Weekly, but creative loafing in a bigger market. Tampa is a bigger market. So I can say I worked in market number 17. So fuck you, John and Chris. I think what he's maybe alluding to is the uh, the best of or whatever that we just actually that we just hawked right before the segment. I know. But we, don't, we don't have the hardware because we didn't win it. We're only fourth best. Shows what you know, Tuds. <laughs> Present day Tuttle here. Present day Tuttle. Maybe it's because my OCD makes me do this, but the reason it takes me so long to do a daily podcast, the hard part is not recording it. The hard part is me going back and going over the audio with a fine tooth comb. Because if it would have been me, I would have pulled this laugh out. <laughs> this laugh sounds like if a pedophile was caught in the middle of the act with his penis in a little boy's asshole. This is the laugh. 
laugh that the pedophile would have given when Chris Hansen and the SWAT team came in and tried to save that said little boy. <laughs> but a cane pole is nothing but a bamboo stick with fish in line attached to the end of it. This sound, this laugh, is the laugh that Adolf Hitler made when he finished pinning Mein Kampf. <laughs> I would tell you what my uncle Udell called a cane pole, but I've worked too hard and long. Present day Tuttle here. Present day Tuttle. This laugh was the last sound that the sorority sisters of Chai Omega in Tallahassee heard before Ted Bundy murdered them. <laughs> to build an audience, and the last thing I want is Reverend Al and Jesse Jackson marching on the Hobo Fish Camp. Let's make this a little interesting, but I'm just throwing this out there. But I'm offering a free day on the boat to the guys from Funny to Informing if they can correctly guess what my Uncle Udell liked to call a cane pole. Okay, what his Uncle Udell liked to call well, a cane pole. We're not going to say it on the show, because I feel like it's so terrible. That's why he wouldn't say it, because he said he doesn't want to throw away his whole career. Yeah. So maybe we can guess it and email you, Tuds. How about that? Present day Tuttle here. Present day Tuttle. Pussies. Say it. Make a name for yourself. You're not racist. I've met you guys. I don't think you have a racist bone in your body. But practice freedom of speech. I have a 20-year career that I put in on. I can't throw that away. You've never had a job on terrestrial radio. What do you have to lose? Say it. What did my Uncle Udell Call the cane pole. Okay. We, we, we'll talk in person about that. And I don't even probably want to say the words. <laughs> I can use innuendo or something. I don't even, oh God. Oh, no. I don't know yeah. if I want to get involved in that. But I do want to ride on the boat. John and I are down. Yes. Yeah, I accept. Let's, boat ride. We'll, we'll record out there. It'll be the windiest cast ever. Present day Tuttle here. Present day Tuttle. Fuck the swan boat. Can you illegally poach a Florida alligator when you're on my boat? Hell no. You can't do that at Lake Eola. It'll be like a swan boat cast. For any of our uh, Patreon listeners, uh, check us out. The one thing you won't get in my boat at the Hobo Fish Camp is a bum shitting in it. There's not going to be any bum shit in my boat at the Hobo Fish Camp. You'll get that in one of the swans at Lake Keola. Patreon.com slash FTI. First ever episode, Swan Boatcast. Terrible drunken mess. We're definitely capable of recording on a boat. I think we could. Uh, that's something we can pull off, and I'm so down. I don't know if I feel safe being on a boat in the middle of nowhere with a guy that has a laugh like this. <laughs> if you get on the dark web and search 9-11 conspiracies, they will have the audio tape, the tape from the black box before that airplane crashed into the Twin Towers on 9-11. And the terrorists can be heard making this sound instead of Allah Akbar, this is what the black box recorded. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Absolutely. I, I, I want to. I want to like a reward if I catch something because I'm probably not going to anyway. I'm gonna catch but. a. Uh catch a charge of me too if you guess this cane pole name probably <laughs> <laughs> okay. even hispanics have a different and unique method to bring in the lunkers i once saw a spanish guy my friend demetrio feed his family of 12 using nothing but an empty modelo beer can as a reel and a makeshift hook fashioned from a bobby pen now on to the superior race in the world of competitive fishing and this may shock you but according to my dad the japs 
are the Michael Jordan of bass fishing. The Japs are don't the best. Don't repeat that, John. Don't, I don't know. That's a that's a racist term. Look, I'm not denying that it is kind of, sort of a derogatory term, but Japanese. It's just the first three letters. How is that racist? By using the first three letters in a word what you name people that are from that country. How is that racist? And did you forget? They attacked us. They attacked us. They attacked our military and our civilian. We finished it, but they attacked us. Is it really? Absolutely, bro. Sh- short for, you know. Japanese. J- Japanese. But it's definitely a racist term. Okay, well, anyways, people, well, from, people from Japan, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's why I, yeah, that's why I, uh, maybe, maybe visually, it, like, uh, cringed when he said that. Yeah, maybe, maybe I'm subtle, just not as subtle. sensitive to, to it. Like, I mean, I, I it mean, doesn't offend me, but I know it's offensive, so I'm like, yikes, man, these guys I mean, saying offensive shit. I mean, I don't care. It's like, I, but I know it's an offensive thing. I just, I don't say it. Come on, Chris, let's lay it all out on the line. Be honest. Be Completely honest, Chris. You can't deny in your life you've never said the F word for gays. Come on, Chris. I want to hear it. That's me banging on my steering wheel of my shitty PT Cruiser. You've said the F word for gays. But I gotta be honest, in my personal experiences with Chris, I've never heard him say that. So I don't want you to think I'm saying that he has said it, that I've heard him say the F word for gays. I've never heard him say that. I'm just saying, if I had to guess, in his lifetime, he has said the F word for gays. Oh, I don't know. It seems like I'm always one of those like sticks and stones It's a post- may break your bones. It's a post-World War II thing with the whole... Or is it World War War, whichever one with the Japanese was in. Fuck me. Fuck me. I know I'm going to sound like an old son of a motherfucking bitch. But, but, how do you not know a motherfucking thing about World War II? This is why standardized testing is completely destroying the educational system of our youth here in the United States. It's all about math and language. History is by far the most important subject you'll ever learn in school. History teaches you about the past. It teaches you about the mistakes that the people in the past made so you don't make the same mistakes in the future. Fuck! Maybe it's just because I'm a history nerd, but it drives me bananas that people do not give enough respect to the subject of history. See, like and, and, the, and the bombing, and that's like 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 proof Pearl enough Harbor. because I don't even think like that. I thought it was just a shorter way of saying like just yeah, that's fine. Like the people from Japan. Yeah. I don't know. That's that's just the way I saw it. Japanese people. But I would have never pegged them as uh, the best fisher. Like, I don't know. They're good at whaling. <laughs> you seen like, that show? No. Whale wars? No. Oh, buddy. I've, uh, I've seen... They kill whales like crazy over there, man, because they eat them and they do a bunch of they do a bunch of shit with them. Actually, I've seen the Alaskan crab one. Yeah, it's like that, but whale people, and then the the other people, the non whalers, are trying to stop people from uh, fuck. It's like PETA on the water. I forget mm. what it's called, but they're like stop, and they're like spraying the boats with paint and shit. It's okay, ridiculous. let's uh, let's see what else he's got here. And you guys that are listening to this right now, don't judge me. My dad says America's earned the right to use that slur, especially how they did us in Pearl Harbor. My favorite fisherman on the show, Major League Fishing, is the one and only Takara Omahara. Well, anytime you come into the Florida, a lot of grass, shallow fishing. I go like bait like this, like, you know, stick bait, Senko type stuff. Little braid on the back. 
This is gonna get a lot of attention for uh, for the bass too far away to get this bait. This thing is gonna shine under the water. Usually, Florida water is like a brackish color, so they can see better. My uncle Udell would probably be rolling over in his grave if he knew I was such a mark for Takara Omahara. He would be pissed. He would probably say something like, "Hey." The Japanese are only good at fishing because their eyes are so squinty from the bomb we dropped on them, and that's why they can see so good in the water. So, in closing, what did we learn about fishing today? Even white people can take the innocent hobby of fishing and somehow turn it into a race war. They're looking for any excuse to get a rematch from the Civil War. Don't forget, guys, email me, tuttle at gmail.com, if you have the answer of what my Uncle Udell called a cane pole. If you can correctly do that, I will send you some of my merchandise and the offer still stands to the guys from Funny to Informing if they can correctly tell me what my Uncle Udell called a cane pole. Guys, hope you enjoyed it. Thanks to the guys, Chris and John, for having me on. I really, really appreciate it. I'll talk to you next week. Tuttle, thank you so much, man. Tuttle's the man. Thank uh, you for your uh, your almost 10 minutes. That was good. I can already tell this is the last commentary I'm doing for Funny to Informing. They are offended. They don't want to have a goddamn thing to do with any of the content I put out. I guess I'm too polarizing. I guess I'm too shocking. I guess I'm too red hot to touch. Guys, I'm always here. If you guys want to dis yourself from me i completely understand yeah I'm that was uh crazy and slurry you know what fuck you john i had a drinking problem i was an alcoholic i drank so much i gave myself a permanent slur so fuck off brewing up some guesses <laughs> we're definitely down to go out there i don't want you to think we got real heat we do not have heat my fuck off is not serious i know it i slur a little bit I need to work on that. Like I said, I was a hardcore alcoholic. I gave myself a permanent slur. So thank you for pointing that out, John. And uh, I guess it is a racial term. I don't even know if I... Oh, oh J-A-P-S? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that he brought it full circle. Is even spelling Mr. it Pearl any Harper. better? I, I, I don't know. I don't if, know. If you if people are illiterate, they don't know I said it. <laughs> I I am like so ignorant to that sort of thing. I I have not a clue about any of that. I almost forgot. I'm standing out here in the wind. I am in a cold front. I guess you can call it a cold front for Florida in May. It is windy, and I forgot to mention the guys from Funny to Informing. They're already mad at me because I was way too offensive. I'm sure they're gonna be mad at me when they hear this audio tape because I said pretty much Chris's laugh is related to every evil deed that's ever been done in the world but search them facebook.com funny to informing they are very easy to find just search funny to informing podcast it is easy to find they will come up that is my duty i hope they're not mad at me want to support the show go to paypal.me slash pedal on the radio Tuttle's Daily Podcast is brought to you by PocketPairClub.com. Play in live poker games on your mobile device, play in tournaments, at cash tables, or just for fun. They have Texas Hold'em and Pot Limit Omaha. They doubled the first deposit bonus. There's a daily $1,000 free roll and a $50,000 nightly tournament. It's all certified by Gaming Labs. Use referral ID 411507. That's 411507 when you visit PocketPairClub.com. Dot com.
All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed today's show. I got kind of tied up on these topics tonight. I wanted to get to the couple who my mom and dad thought were their friends. These people completely fucked my parents over. So listen to tomorrow's podcast to get updated so I can fill you in on what these scumbags did to my parents. My parents, who are elderly, got taken advantage of by people that they thought were their friends. Thank you for checking out Tuttle's Daily Podcast. Be sure to rate, subscribe, and share the show. Subscribe to Tuttle's YouTube page, youtube.com slash Tuttle. Also, check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. Follow Tuttle on all forms of social media at Tuttle, T-U-D-D-L-E. And email the show anytime, Tuttle at gmail.com. Additional imaging and bits provided by CCA Productions. Visit facebook.com slash CCA Productions presents. This has been Tuttle's Daily Podcast. Hey, yo, Terry, fuck going on?